Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 5000. If they ever reboot my life, I hope they cast HAL 9000. Unfortunately, they will probably cast that Joshua Punk from War Games. Have a nice flight. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my green blood, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Green blood? Green blood. What's a green blood? Does that have anything to do with what we just watched? Well, yeah. It means you're like a noob. Oh, I thought that You know, like you're green. I thought it was a green horn. Well, that's a green horn, too. Yeah. But this is green blood. Like a Vulcan. It's your green blood. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I am a noob. Yeah, you're a noob. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a a naif. I'm very naive. (laughs) How are you doing? Pube overloaded. And bush bush. And bush bushed. (laughs) On this one. Overload. Before we started recording, we were like, everyone better be prepared. We got 20 minutes. We got 20 minutes talking about pubes up in here. (laughs) (laughs) The pube talk will not stop this week. (laughs) Wowza. 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 So what did we watch, hon? We watched... The Showtime show, Stargate SG-1, the sequel to the 1994 movie, mm-hmm. Stargate, which was starring Kurt Russell and James Spader in this, yes. not so much. Mm-hmm. We, we do get the triumphant return of, of Richard, Richard Dean, Dean Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, and they even pull a MacGyver in the, it. Yeah, they, yeah. they verb... I'm glad they did, because I was like... Let's call attention to You it. guys better call attention to this shiz. <laughs> well, okay, so here's my question when that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. So, O'Neill... The mm-hmm. character that Richard Dean Anderson plays. Oh, that was his name? Yeah. Well, I think so. He's the Kurt Russell character from the movie. I just call him MacGyver. MacGyver. <laughs> so Richard Dean Anderson is playing uh, O'Neill. Uh-huh. They use the verb, someone MacGyvered this. Yes. Which suggests that MacGyver exists in this universe. Yes, it does. Does everyone just say, God, O'Neill, you look just like MacGyver? <laughs> or, in this universe, is another actor playing MacGyver? Well, you're going too deep on me here. This is too meta. Too much. I can't do it. Too much too soon. I'm still on pubes. (laughs) The multiverse of madness. And if it's a different actor playing MacGyver Mm -hmm. on the television show MacGyver, which actor would it be? I don't know. Hasselhoff, I'm thinking. You've got to be, right? Yeah. Or maybe Kurt Russell. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Kurt Russell in this universe. His. Or Spader. Spader had that sweet mullet for a while, too, man. That's true. That's true. Now, if the mullet's got it. (laughs) Now, if you were to be recast Mm. in your own life Mm. by a a disappointing actor, let's say, (laughs) which disappointing actor would play you in that version? A disappointing actor? Well, not an A lister. (laughs) Yeah, like, like. It, it, like what you, you okay if well you're Kurt Russell and you get replaced by Richard Dean Anderson that's that's Richard Dean Anderson so there's nothing wrong that's, with Richard Dean Anderson that's not a disappointing okay what you're Jam, James Spader and you get switched <laughs> to Michael Shanks for the memories yeah that's kind of a yeah. little disappointing yeah, I guess. nothing against the guy I'm sure he's great but I mean it's not I don't know he felt very douchey to me so yeah he did yeah he, like, very, like very douchey very Inzelly. Yeah, like very. <laughs> but okay, so you're James Spader and you're recast. I need to call Who's me. Who's the Michael Shanks? Who's Aaron's Michael Shanks? <laughs> I have three for me. Oh my God, you chose three for you? I 
I don't have anybody to... Well, who do I not like? A Kardashian. No, they're not actresses. Come on. God damn it. So I picked three. Okay. Cole Sprouse, the kid from that... uh, to the moon movie we watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Miles Teller, although he may be a bit too A-list. I don't know who he is. The, I've already we've discussed Blumpkin. Blumpkin oh before. my god, this that guy does not stand my brain. <laughs> he does not. He does not. <laughs> like right, I cannot retain that guy to he's save on my the life. Peripheral of your brain and is immediately immediately forgotten. <laughs> immediately. Or Nicholas Brendan from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Xander. No, I know, because these are disappointing. <laughs> this is, this is being me like... We are not making fun of anybody. Let's, no, let's put that down. we're saying that... This, I, this feels very mean to me. But, you know, considering I don't like white dudes right now, that's eh, okay. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> All white dudes kind of suck. Um, before we get into Stargate proper... Stargate proper. There's a lot of Stargates. Do you know that Stargate shows were on for like... 15 years. Wow. Like, Richard Dean Anderson was involved with the Stargate franchise longer than he was involved with the MacGyver franchise. Really? Wow. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. Just a couple of notes to from the last episode. It was brought to my attention that J. Michael Straczynski not only wrote the Spider-Man story where Peter Parker sells his soul to the devil. Asshole. But he also was the one who brought... Gwen Stacy back from the dead and like retconned it that she had babies with Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin. What? Yeah. Wow, this dude's a tool. <laughs> so, so that's that's something. Also, I looked up. Now, listen, guys. I googled this, and this is what somebody said. But uh, it's based on the internet. If, so if it's on the internet, grain of salt, guys. <laughs> it's but it's essentially true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is what they said about Barcelona. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't actually write it, but ba- oh, I didn't copy it down. Basically, what they <laughs> said was Barcelona is actually correct. Like, okay. even within the context of Spain and Spanish culture, yeah. it's only a dialect in the Catalonian region, like a specific oh. dialect that calls it Barcelona. But so, they, but they, that's because they have that little special C on the bottom of the C. Well, you that know makes what I'm it talking about? That ma- yeah, well, no, no, it's Does French. It, no, no, that's not French. C has this the backward C, the little tiny backward C it on the bottom like of S. the C. Yeah, it's like it makes it You know like what a, I'm talking about? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that little symbol, about. I think, adds that to it. Okay. I think makes it a S-T-H sound. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm going to go with you. I don't know. I think. The internet was surprisingly uh, not forthcoming. I mean, I do have a degree in linguistics. There you go. There you go. But basically the overall idea was if you said that to someone Mm -hmm. from there, like if you were just to speak English as we are speaking and then suddenly broke out of Barcelona at them, they would look at you like you're probably an idiot. Sweet. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. And So um, it's just a lot of pretentious who use that term then? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's what that's what the internet says. If anyone has more accurate... Lay some facts down. I'd be willing to hear it, but that's what I heard from the internet. Yeah. Also, uh, via the internet, Cam from Japan came through with the <laughs> whole Nippon situation. Ah, okay. Okay. Explain. China made the maps of the area. Okay. Okay, so when they were, yeah. like, scouting, and they saw Japan, and they, and they had special kanji. 
Yes. For Japan, which they translated into European la- uh, languages as, I'm going to say Chipan. It's C-I-P-A-N. I don't know if that's C-Pan or how that's I don't know pro- Chinese. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly how that's pronounced. And by the time it got to um, Portugal. Or I would imagine Mandarin, rather. So, so, that, so those kanji, like, so China's like, those people are Chipan. Okay. And then it got to Portuguese, and Portuguese made it more Japan. Oh, right? gotcha. Right, right. So when the Chinese came to Japan, they brought their kanji to Japan. Uh-huh. And they're like, hey, this is what we call you. <laughs> and, and so... They're like, okay. And the <laughs> Japanese were like, that's not what we call ourselves. <laughs> but if you say those symbols are what yeah. means what we call ourselves, mm-hmm. then whatever. Because we call we we call it Nippon. That's rather accepting. Yeah. So, Cambert says basically China brought kanji over to Japan. Japan was like, cool, we will use this. They start, but then they're like, according to their way, we should call this A, but we call it B. You know, like right. they saying we say it like this, but we don't. That, so okay. they decided, okay, so those characters can be read as B or A. Okay. Now, so all kanji have a kanyomi mm-hmm. and. On Yomi, which is the Chinese reading and the Japanese reading. Gotcha. So he said, I asked if it would be weird if speaking in English, if someone from Japan would think it was weird if I called it Nippon. Right. And he said, the person you're speaking said, well, now you get into Nippon versus Nihon debate, which is like right. a two different words. Right. Another two different words. Both are official and accepted, but used you know, for different ways. That aside, it would sound weird, and I'm pretty sure Japanese people would also find it weird to have someone just drop it in English. Cool. So. All right. So, Japan. So, just con- whatever your dominant language is, whatever your Land speaking, of the rising sun. Whatever your. We'll just go with that. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> whatever word you're speaking, just speak that. All right. Oh, so, okay. So, okay, if you're speaking okay. Japan- Japanese, you would obviously say Nippon. But right. if you're speaking English, just call it Japan. Right. Okay. Well, what about Romanji? Romanji? Yeah, that's like the English translations, really. Cam. <laughs> I'm going to need some backup here. Japan accepted a lot of different languages, They're didn't like, they? Sure, sure. They're like, yeah, we'll disintegrate this. <laughs> sure, we'll like this. Why not? Okay, so back to Stargate SG-1. Right. Do you want to give us a show synopsis for this? Yeah. Please. A secret military team, SG-1, is formed to explore other planets through the recently discovered not so recently discovered though no, it's like years it's been years yeah yeah and you can't really discover something that's been around for thousands of years yeah it's ancient it's more like stumbled upon <laughs> as you and i both noted in this show this is a very white savor yeah. heavy show <laughs> this is a show that dares to, to ask the question does a white savior sometimes need a white savior <laughs> Only if that white savior is military. Yeah. <laughs> Your white saviorness will only go so far. Then you have to get an alpha white savior to come in and save the original white savior. Oh, oh my boy. God. Oh, boy. This show. Um, and uh, please, the episode synopsis, if you will. Of course. Colonel Jack O'Neill is brought out of retirement to lead a new expedition back to Abydos, only to find an old friend, a new enemy. Wider use of the Stargate. Oh boy. Bum, bum, bum. That's not what happened in this episode. <laughs> not really, no. No, there was women being like body raped. Oh, yes. It yeah. was full. I mean, you, you, you said at one point, you're like, this is like an incels wet dream. Wet dream. I mean, 
I mean, like, at one point, like, you you did say, you're like, this is the kind of sexism that's, like, so ridiculous it's not even yeah. insulting anymore. And I agree with that. It, it's mm-hmm. very much guided by the trope of women, mm-hmm. except for one special woman who played with G.I. Joes when she was in <laughs> a top military, top secret meeting. They spent five minutes talking stuff. about their G.I. Joe dolls. <laughs> like, we can't trust you unless you played with G.I. Joes. I had the astronomer pack. She was the cool woman. <laughs> There's only one out of, like, millions. All the other women in this are mm-hmm. simply... Uh, breeder hogs. Breeder hogs, okay, sure. Are, are props mm-hmm. to inspire the men yeah. to heroics. It's, yeah. it's it's a fridging of the women mm. without actually stuffing them in the fridge. They don't, well, Daniel's wife pretty much dies. Oh, yeah. I don't think she can come back from the anal parasite that, no. that got into her. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what we're working with here. Yeah. Um, this was starring, as we said, Richard Dean Anderson as Colonel Jack O'Neill. Mm-hmm. He was in Gaper and <laughs> Legend. We have Michael Shanks for the memories <laughs> as Dr. Daniel Jackson. He was in Smallville and Burn Notice. We should probably do Burn Notice at some point. I love Burn Notice. We have Amanda Tapping. I, I always think of the SNL skits like, what is Burn what Notice? What is Burn Notice? <laughs> it's like the whole Jeopardy type game <laughs> and show. And then we where... watched it and we were like, this is great. This is yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it holds up. I don't know either. I've never made it past season one, I think. Yeah. I just remember, oh, okay, well, a little anecdote about Burn Notice. So, what, so in that show, it's a bunch of spies and they're always eating yogurt. yogurt. Yeah. And like you and I at one point were like, why do they always eat yogurt? Like, what yeah. is it about yogurt? And I Googled it, yeah. and the answer I got back is, if you have to ask <laughs> why, why they, they eat yogurt, yogurt, then you're not a fan of Burn Notice. <laughs> I was like, okay, Internet, we're done for the day. God. <laughs> we have Amanda tapping as Captain Samantha Carter, but she goes by Sam. Hmm. Uh, she was in Sanctuary and uh, yeah. Supernatural. Ah. Yeah, then, yeah, I thought I recognized her from that. And Christopher, judge not lest ye be judged. As Teal'c? <laughs> it got the, the needless apostrophe, guys. Yes, yeah, excellent. Okay, so okay, So we good. know it's an alien. Good. We know it's an alien name. <laughs> name. Excellent. I, you know, they said it a lot. Like, I saw it on the the um, the subtitles. Yeah. But, like, I never really heard it. Does that yeah. make sense? Like, yeah. it never really popped out. So I don't know if I'm saying that right. It might be Teal's. I don't know. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound right. No. A K, a K can't be an S. Teal'c? No matter what you're doing. Um, he does the voice of Kratos in God of War and does yeah. various voices yeah. in the world of Warcraft. He sounded very familiar. He, he is very uh, prominent in video game voice. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this was released July 27th, 1997. The number one song was I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy featuring Faith Evans. Oh, God. And, and the number one movie was Air Force One. Get off my Oh, plane. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, because I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, did you have any predictions for Stargate SG-1? Right. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Stargate hyphen S. Wait. No, Stargate, Stargate SG hyphen 1. Is there a colon in there? No. Okay. It feels like there should be, though, right? But there's not. Okay. All the other ones, I think, like Atlantis. Yeah. When Ben Browder and Claudia Black come in. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Another really bad sci-fi show that has been heavily influential <laughs> on current sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Richard Dean Anderson. 
<laughs> That's it, man. Uh, I, I didn't up. put a lot of effort into yeah. this. <laughs> and, and me being the opposite of you, I wrote a haiku for my prediction. Excellent. A gate made of stars. Voyage across the cosmos. Oh, my God. Celestial heart. You're a dork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into the show proper, uh, want some facts about space? You know I love me some space facts. Ooh, I got a lot of facts here, so there's maybe more than we need. Uh, first of all, rogue planets mm. are a thing. You were you were asking about. Well, what was your question? Was that well because she was saying that planets drift apart mm. from their current orbit, right. and I was like, what? Well, they have an orbit. That's not really drifting away from their orbit if it's an orbit. If it's an orbit, it's constantly going yeah. in that orbit. That's why it's an orbit. But I think if something large enough smacks it out of orbit, you can have planets just hurtling through the void of space. Um, or Is that true? Or, it, it, or they have a name for it. It's called a rogue planet. Did you did you get this off NASA? <laughs> no, I got this from Jim's World's Space Worlds of Fantasy. Fantasy. <laughs> Jim's Things I Think. <laughs> that, that was the page. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, uh, or like if a if a sun like mm-hmm. if our sun just mm-hmm. suddenly snuffed out, well, we'd be dead. Uh, we would like kind of like hurdle. Yeah, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. Like, it doesn't like matter though if David that planet is hurtling. We're all fucking dead. Well, no, I'm not saying that there's life on that. Well, <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, because you're saying that there wouldn't be people alive. Yeah, there wouldn't be. Yeah. I guess that's true. They'd be dead. They'd be really dead. They'd be fucking dead. <laughs> They'd be really fucking All dead. All life would be fucking dead. <laughs> that's true. Um, so that's why I have a a problem, a problem with, with that. Her, with her. With her. With her With rogue planets in general. Yeah. It's like, Just, well, you can't land on those fuckers. You'll be off. dead. Yeah. You'll be dead. <laughs> I, I reject this reality. <sighs> the sun is 400 times larger than the moon, mm-hmm. but mm. it is exactly 400 times far away from the Earth, which uh, makes both objects appear the same size in our sky. And this is actually a very weird detail hmm. that, like, cons- like, considering how that has to be, like, this is why we can have total eclipses, because mm-hmm. the moon is the exact right. same size. that's cool. And, like, we are drifting away from the sun as much as you don't want to, like, Agree with that? We are. You mean over the course of billions of years yes, we've been yes. drifting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I get that. But you can handle a change over billions yeah, of yeah. years. But I, you can't just suddenly have a rogue planet go off orbit. Yeah, but like in the grand universal scheme of things, it's very weird and unlikely that that would occur. Yeah. Like we are living in the exact time, moment on time on this planet mm-hmm. where that is the case. If we had lived billions of years ago, it wouldn't have been. If we lived billions of years from now, it's just right now. If we lived billions of years ago, we'd be talking to some dinosaurs. (laughs) Yeah. If you drilled a tunnel through Earth and jumped in, Mm. you would take 42 minutes and 14 seconds to pop out the other side. Really? It only takes 42 minutes to cross the globe? Your top speed would be 17,670 miles per hour, which would probably burn the flesh off your body. I would imagine you'd be dead. Yeah, well, I mean, just going through the core itself. Yeah. That great movie. Remember that great movie? The core? Well, remember the one with, uh, oh, what is his name? David or Daniel? Oh, my God. He's like one of my favorites. One of your favorites that you don't remember? Oh, my God. I'm I'm totally blanking. What's the plot? What's the plot? They get him and his his old professor who played Tarkin. 
They get oh, into oh, the oh oh, oh Greg um, 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 McClure. Yeah, Doug McClure. Doug, Doug McClure. Doug McClure. That's it. Yeah. I've learned all my science from Doug McClure. You know Doug. <laughs> you know Doug McClure did a movie with Jimmy Stewart. Oh, I have Called Shenandoah. Wow. Oh, I'm planning on watching. Yeah, we gotta watch that. It's a western. Doug McClure is fucking awesome. Yeah, he is awesome. Yeah. He lays down some serious science. <laughs> he lays it down. He lays down that <laughs> shit so hard. Um, if, uh, more energy from the sun hits the earth every hour than the planet uses in a year. Wow. So this should piss people off who, you know, don't, you know, if you want to move to solar energy, it actually would it's be It's actually great. really one fucking day, good. You can have enough energy to pl- power the planet for a year, mm. but we are like, let's burn up some dinosaur blood <laughs> as what. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you're drinking water, you're drinking dead dinosaurs. <laughs> you're drinking dead. Fun fact. Sand is made from the poop of parrotfish. This is true. Lovely. You know, this is why I don't like sand. It's actually poop. You just like Anakin. This so, is why you so guys you know have what? that connection. We do have this connection. <laughs> I know, don't like sand. You know, if you if you had been on that boo with Anakin and he said, <laughs> I don't like sand, you would have been like, same. Samesies, brah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it on. You have so much in common. Every time we go to the beach, you are you hate the sand. I hate the sand. You hate it so I much. hate it. If two pieces of the same type of metal touch in space, mm-hmm. they will bond to become permanently stuck. Okay. This effect is called cold welding. Interesting. It happens because the atoms of the individual pieces of metal have no way of knowing that they are different pieces of metal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, iron is me bronze. No, it's got to be bronze and bronze or iron and iron. Oh, well, then they're not different metals. But it's like one piece and one piece, yeah. and you just go, boop, and they go, we're one now. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's love, That's really. love for you. It's <laughs> just space love. It's just space love. That makes um, sense to me. <laughs> All of the planets in our solar system can fit between the Earth and the moon with about almost 3,000 miles to spare. Cool. So you could put Jupiter, that big motherfucker in there. Wow, nice. Saturn. The other ones. <laughs> Uranus. Uranus. It would have helped if the Stargate didn't look like a watery prolapsed anus when it, when it burst open. <laughs> Squelches. Uh, did you know that? Oh, wait. Yes, yes you did, because I just read that one. What? I was about to ask about I the planet. same thing. I said, did you know? Like, I hope you do now. We're an educational podcast. Yes, we are. Scientists think they have found a parallel universe yeah. and avoid measuring one billion light years across. Cool. It's controversial. Ah. <laughs> but the void, which is empty of all matter, may be evidence of a multiverse. It was discovered <laughs> in 2007 is 40 times bigger than the previously recorded void. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> My bubble. Wait, wait, you're going <laughs> to... You're going to have to further explain uh, the multiverse and voids. And I don't really, yeah, I don't really know what that I'm means. I'm going to need a lot more information before I can make I a I decision. don't really understand how it could be a parallel universe. Like, it's a parallel universe. But just it's, like a, it's empty. empty. It's empty. Well, then it's not a There's parallel universe, guys. Then it's just a void. Look around. You see all this stuff here? It's like that, but it's not there. <laughs> then, then it's not parallel. It's just like a hole. It's just like... It's just something moving. Well, I guess they can call it parallel because it's on the same same side, same like kind of we're, it's trajectory, hand in, maybe it's hand in hand. Yeah, so we're it's like, hands. but we're never gonna collide with it but because we'll, it's parallel, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but 
It would seem, though, they would need different wording for that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think scientists need to work on their thesaurus game. Yes, they synonym do. synonym game. Yeah, because global warming I failed. Think, I think, I mean, it's 2007, so, mm-hmm. like, the Multiverse of Madness hadn't come out. But, like, uh... I think maybe they got, like, a radio transmission from the future <laughs> that told us that in 2022, mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness was going to mm-hmm. be a thing mm-hmm. and that they were trying to jump on that bandwagon a little early. Yeah, maybe, yeah. The Voyager 1 spacecraft is likely to outlive the planet Earth. Uh, even though it was launched in 1977, there's nothing in space that's going <laughs> to stop it now. Sweet. So it's just going to keep going, and Earth will burn up and die. Cool. Venus looked exactly like Earth does now around 2 billion years ago. Hmm. Today, it is a living hell with, like, acid, like, literal acid rain. Carb- suffocating carbon dioxide So atmosphere. have they found, like, dinosaur bones and stuff on there? Have we been to... <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm asking questions. <laughs> You're asking the questions, and that's what's important. Yeah, exactly. That's a scientific mm. mind. Yeah, exactly. Work. It's good to be curious, guys. Ask it the can, dumb questions. It can reach 462 degrees Celsius, uh, but climate modeling has suggested that ancient Venus mm-hmm. may have had oceans and dry land patterns just like ours. See, that's what I'm saying. Were there dinosaurs? There could have been. Yeah, because and, it clearly it supported life. And they were like, and they used those dinosaurs to use fossil fuel, which created a greenhouse mm-hmm. effect, which destroyed the planet. Yeah, and but they managed to get one ship out. One ship. One ship, and that was future Neanderthals. Satan's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Zenu, yeah, and the captain Zenu, of that yeah. ship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dark, <laughs> dark matter. <laughs> is believed to be responsible for 85% of gravity in the universe. But no one knows what it is or how it works. Well, th- you guys... Okay, wait. So basically... If, wait, dark matter cannot be responsible for anything if you don't know what it is and if you don't know how it works. You cannot just assume it's responsible for gravity when you don't know how it works and you don't know what it is. Some scientific hypothesis is... Hypotheses really do sound just like it's the witch in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and like at least we have a guess. I don't know. But, yeah, this one doesn't sound very uh, but solid. B- basically, the the amount of gravity in the universe does not account for the amount of matter that's in the universe. Or maybe to a small mind, it doesn't. Yeah, or the witch in the woods. Or the witch in the woods. I bet she controls it all. I bet she does everything. I bet she does everything. I bet she does everything. She's disappointed this f***ing all of us. Oh, f***ing disappointed. Uh, According to quantum mechanics, there's a small chance the entire universe could spontaneously disappear and never come back. Bullsh**. Any day now would be great. Bullsh**. (laughs) Great. I love how humans think, like, we can so easily destroy the entire, like, galaxy. Well, we couldn't do it. This would be the, our angry galaxy pissed at us. Well, it is pissed. Uh, uh, I mean, we're just constantly throwing space junk out there. (laughs) We have so many satellites. We've changed the sound of our Earth. We are, like, surrounded by shrapnel. Yeah, we we really are. We, like, basically have a shield of garbage around the Earth. (laughs) I think that's the real reason why I haven't gone back to the moon. We're like, we can't get past this. We can't get past all this garbage. All the trash up there. We're going to die. We just jettison cold (laughs) shit. Um, Basically, it's a theory known as vacuum decay. Which is a as was described here as a self-destruct button for the universe. Nice. It's only speculation. So, which in the woods territory? Yeah. Uh, but I doubt it's true. Uh, they're saying like a true vacuum, like they say, space is is stable. Mm-hmm. However, if it's a false vacuum, 
is not stable. <laughs> I guess that would coin the term false. <laughs> so a random quantum fluctuation uh-huh. could allow a false vacuum to release all of its potential energy, uh-huh. which would create a bubble or true vacuum uh-huh. that would expand at the speed of light and delete, uh-huh. was the words used here, everything in the universe. So hitting that backspace button <laughs> on the universe. Uh, everything well, then touched, you know what, guys? Don't send your garbage up there. Destruction would be instant, and depending on where it happened in the universe, we might never see it coming. <laughs> so, but that well, it'd be instant, so that's fine. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if there's a way to go, I mean, you might as well go out and the like, ultimate deletion of the universe yeah. in a and snap. then and then you don't have to worry about your family having to pay your death bills or anything because everybody's dead. Yeah, you know, student loans gone, gone, medical bills gone. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice. Do you want us to forgive your student loan bills? Just Pop us over a hundred bucks right now. <laughs> F- you. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God, I was jogging yesterday. Yes. And you know, I had your earbuds in because yes. I listen to music on your phone. Yes. And we share. And and Siri pops up and she goes, "From Nancy," because she's oh, in yeah. the British. Because I have a British. And, I have a British Siri. Like, the Trump coalition is at it again. Please send five dollars. <laughs> To stop this from happening. And it's like, fuck you. I'm trying to jog and listen to my my music. <laughs> my favorite one is when it's like, Cameron, it's me, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I love how sometimes they're like, hey, it's Joe. And then my, my, my favorite is, <laughs> this is how interesting the SG one is. So my, no, my favorite one is when it's like, Cameron, it's Nancy Pelosi. I'm busy between meetings, but I'm going to pop off this text message to you. <laughs> like, she's, like, walking between Capitol Building. Like, she's, like, working. Bum, 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 bum. Ooh, send me $5 so I can do this for you. Link to DNCC? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I really don't like it when they try to, um, A, try mm-hmm. to uh, fundraise over yeah. tragedies. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. real poor taste. Mm. I also think it's funny, though, with the, the student loan thing. It's like, you can't afford it. Give us some money. Yeah. Then you can pay. You can't pay your student loans, and you can pay us. Isn't this great? We're going to do nothing. Absolutely nothing for you. Ugh. But we still can't vote for the f***ing fascists either. No. Lovely time. Where's that delete button, universe? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's restart. Let's just re- reboot. You know, we need a Turn hard on. reboot because our, our lives are completely frozen. <laughs> We're frozen and, and it's a terrible spot to be in. We just need God to stick his finger on that power button for three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and restart. Perfect. <laughs> this time, dinosaurs will rule the earth. We've noticed you've restarted the universe improperly. <laughs> Press enter to continue. Ah, sh- my bios were down. <laughs> oh, I didn't say. I didn't save Uranus. <laughs> and that's uh, why Neptune rolls on uh, on its side. It was yeah. kind of put in. Yeah, it was put in crookedly. Yeah. yeah. And this time, glitch. God's gonna be like, now this time, I'm fixing the female plumbing. It's too many holes in one area. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Cloacas for all women. <laughs> Ew. One hole for all. <laughs> One hole for all. Let's make it the eating hole, too. Let's put it all in there. Just one hole does it all. Simplify, man. <laughs> I, I, I like how he has like a, a pitch. Like one hole does it all. <laughs> Who's he pitching?
pitching to? I don't know. Don's setting up got, his board meeting. He needs like, his angels to help him out. <laughs> he puts his hands down on the, the very... Guys. guys. <laughs> Here's my plan. We haven't made our quarterly. <laughs> Humans are too fucking dumb. We Let's restart stre- this shit. We gotta, we gotta streamline the women's reproductive system. <laughs> Cloacas, what do you guys think? They work well on birds. There's no bad ideas when you're brainstorming. <laughs> Can you get us some Panera bread? <laughs> We're gonna be here all night. Oh, all, right. all right, all right, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so what is this show about? Well, it is a sequel to <laughs> the 1994 movie Stargate, which I don't remember. Yeah. Which is also unavailable to rent or buy anywhere unless you have Cinemax, which I do not. No. So, cause Cinemax is pointless. Yes. <laughs> but essentially, Richard Dean Anderson can't get away from telescopes. Nope. He's downgraded a lot from the Griffith Observatory, Observatory to just a Walmart brand telescope. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's just peeping on people. In yeah, because there's no way he can see that nebula. No. There's no fucking way. Well, back up a little bit. So the, the show starts off with a bunch of bored soldiers yeah. playing poker in front and of And not listening to the woman who's like, hey guys, there's something happening <laughs> over here. And they're like, forget it. Forget no- it. Nothing's going to happen to you, Karen. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Nothing bad will happen. You're a woman. <laughs> Shut up. Get over here and play poker with the rest of us dudes. Dudes. So, and, and my thing is, these guys are just complaining. This is the most boring detail. Oh I'm my like, God. They are such bitchers. If I were in the military, give me the job of watching the mysterious incandescent archway. Yeah. And I will play Mario Kart all night. All fucking night. All fucking night on my Switch. Night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there happy. Yeah. I'm not front lines. No. I don't care. No. I am in this <laughs> bunker. My food is provided. Well, you can join this military. You're not Polish or Italian. Oh, yes. The, <laughs> the Kowalskis have a, 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 a lock on the military. <laughs> they have a lock on the military. They have a proud lineage <laughs> of Kowalskis in the military and Ferretti's. Yeah, Kowalskis and Ferretti's. We've got a whole platoon of Kowalskis over here. <laughs> yeah, so I would love that detail. Yes. But as they're playing poker, not listening to the woman. Yes. They are attacked by what look like the pikes from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what the pikes are, they have kind of like... They're like ass- cobra heads. Yes. Yeah. Now, here's where it works with Star Wars. Those are aliens. Yes. <laughs> In this movie... They're humans, who basically. can't see through... Like, because the neck part of the cobra covers their face and eyes. So how do they walk forward when their helmets are up? Okay, I have... Sudden theory. Because they can't see out of their red eyes. This is my action-packed 90s science thriller. Sudden theory. Sweet. They have a tapeworm in their abdomen that is actually puppeting their human structure. Right, right, right. So they don't maybe need to see through their eyes. Well, where's the alien scene then? He's looking through the belly button. He can't. They They have bulletproof armor on their bellies. That's true. So, I don't know. Their technology does not seem to account for the fact that they yeah. cannot see out they of that They cannot armor. see worth jack shit. And they make a point of, like, flip. You know what? 
You're right, though. They have yeah. to see through the eyes because they flip that thing down all yeah. the time. Yeah, in order to see. If you, yeah, because I can look yeah. you in the eye and say, hey, we're going to kidnap yeah. you, put you in virginal gowns. And yeah, and then strip you of all your clothes. Strip you of all your clothes. And then hopefully rape you with some sort of parasite. I, and we did like how all the women just kind of are resigned. To yeah, they're like, well, okay. Except for she kept her dog tags on. Yeah, she got to keep her dog tags on. <laughs> but but her camo, no. She's like, sure. She's like, I want to be in this virginal white dress. And they're all just like, She's a soldier, and she's not trying to get no, out. No, not at all. They're all just lounging Docile. on some chaise chairs, <laughs> eating like grapes, waiting to be waiting like, to be like. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen. Parasite grapes. Yeah. This looks an awful lot like a harem. Hmm. hmm. I'll just chill here. Yeah, I'm going to wait and see how this plays out. <laughs> so they are attacked. The people go through the Stargate. Scully's father from X Files, yes. who's playing basically the same character he plays in every movie. Mm-hmm. He goes and gets Richard D. Anderson from his peeping post Mm -hmm. and says, hey, you were Kurt Russell in the movies. (laughs) Now you're Richard Dean Anderson. I need you to go in here Mm -hmm. and figure this out. Right? Isn't that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. He wants to send in a nuclear bomb. And he's like, but I think you falsified your report. Right. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. So in the movie. Now, I did appreciate the show. Did a good job of giving the exposition for the movie mm. pretty well, yeah. like pretty succinctly. They just yeah. kind of ran through yeah. it. Yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't. I'm not saying interesting. Fortunately, there were no, as you know. Yeah, yeah. It, there was no flourishes to it, but yeah. it was like within a minute. It's like that was the plot of the movie. This is what mm-hmm. you need to know. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And basically, they had thrown in a nuclear warhead. But if you recall the movie, which I do not, because it's been I don't know how long. I, I don't think I even really liked the movie. No, <laughs> I re- I remember distinctly not liking it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, we should get cinematic. But I don't, I don't remember it though. But I do remember not liking it. Basically, he was tasked with blowing up the gate from the inside so nothing could come through. Yeah. And apparently, Daniel, whose whole personality or character type is mm-hmm. has allergies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fell in love with a woman, a slave woman. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh, I like this white savior shit. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cash in on I'm this. Gonna, shit. I'm cashing. How often can a nerd come yeah. in here and just and take then just over? get some harem chicks? I mean, like, I mean, like he said, like because like later on he does the same thing, and when they go oh, to yeah. a different planet, yeah, he's like, "No, I can be worshipped first. Yeah, I and gotta be worshipped sh- first, and then I'll save them. And then I will save them, and yeah. I." With my beneficence, yeah. I will say you don't have to bow for me, but yeah, but you if know, you want to, the reverence is nice. It's nice. It <laughs> I'm not trying to change the way you guys live. It's just garbage. <laughs> <laughs> they go through. They they let Daniel know, hey, we're coming through because they threw in like allergy medicine. Yeah. And then they no come... no a box of Kleenex. Kleenex because they're like in that desert climb. Yeah. You're probably suffering. You're probably there's no pollen in that desert climb. <laughs> it's all effing sand. But but he's like, thank God I got these tissues. Let yeah. come on through. Mm-hmm. They come on through, and while they're there, they reunite, which. They don't really seem to care about each other no. all that much. Like any, if there was any kind of like character bonding moment in the movie, is not apparent here. No, the one actor from the movie returns, who yeah. is like uh, the kid, the Scara. Shara. Shara. They, they have a kid named Scara and a woman named Shara. <laughs> you. <laughs> That's not fair for me trying to remember anyone's name. That's inappropriate. No unacceptable. Pa- unacceptable. <laughs> Take another pass at the naming of your characters. Thank you. 
But yeah, so then they get attacked by another group, and they're like, uh, basically, like they're like, hey, allergy boy, what's going on? We got attacked by by these people. And he's like, didn't come from us. Yeah. And then while they're there, they get attacked again. And what we find out is that the... The water hole can lead to other doors. The prolapsed anus can lead to yeah. other holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, It's the, all about violent exploration. It, violent exploration. It's all about rape. Yeah. It really, really is. And, and these dudes come through and they take all the women. Yeah, as you do. And either Shara or Scara, whichever, the, the boy. Yeah. Who makes moonshine. I don't... Yeah, like, Daniel has one, like, sip of beer, and he's like, this is too much for me. And, like, meanwhile, they've been making, like, moonshine. They've been making, like, 120-proof moonshine. Yeah. And he's like, one sip of beer. Wow, this has gone straight to my head. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Toilet moonshine is way worse than a beer. <laughs> way worse. We also find out at this point that these Egyptian-type aliens are also sort of marsupials. They were, like, kangaroo Egyptian aliens. Yeah. Which, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, ugh, they have a pouch. Pouch. <laughs> Neat. Interesting. Yeah, they basically go, like, yeah. they go to save everyone. Yeah. And, and like, it, it, it sucked because, like, again, it just made all of the, the women characters mm-hmm. like props for the men characters yeah. to yeah. save. Yeah. Uh, Daniel makes a real blunder. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think I need to be on the field team. He asks very nicely. Yeah, he, he was like... I would, uh, I would like it if I was on the field team. And then the general is like, you don't get to make demands, son. And I was like, that wasn't a demand. That was a nice ask. And he has <laughs> literally more experience with this thing than anyone. Yeah. Like they yeah have... But then he goes on to say, they got my wife. Oh, uh, fuck uh, no. You're, you're too staying. emotionally You're involved. reckless. You will cause a problem. Yeah, you're going to cause you a problem. You stay here, my dude. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, he has practical knowledge of this, whereas Colonel Sam only has theoretical knowledge. Yeah. He really does seem like the better fit. If it Mm. wasn't, if he didn't bring up his wife. Mm. Brought up his wife, once the emotions Mm. came into Mm -hmm. it, he should stay. Yeah. Men are so fucking emotional. Men are fucking emotional. Such weak, frail egos. Frail. Frail. Just fragile. Like Fabergé eggs. Oh my god, men are such Fabergé eggs. <laughs> you fling a single insult at them and they break like a bitch. Crush. Crushed. Like, oh, oh, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't like my version of plain white tea's Delilah. Well, I'll just have to create an autocracy. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Yeah, th- this it did have a lot of sexism in this show. Yeah. A little bit. Mm. Where he assumes... I'd say it's like 95% sexist. <laughs> yeah. Sexist. On, on a scale of 95. 5% <laughs> problematic sexual undertone. Yes, uh, yes. Um, they, they're just shocked that this woman... And you brought up a good point. They're like, everybody in this movie is in the Air Force. Yeah. But there are literally no, no. flying... Is that, Am I missing something with the Air Force? No, I don't understand why they're Air Force. They should be Marines. Marines, Marines are always the first ones sent in. First in? Always. Last That's what it is. Always. I, I they're, don't know a lot about the military, except but for Marines I would want the detail watching the But Marines are specifically expendable. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, what, when you sign up to be a Marine... You know you're the first in, so more, more than likely... You have a very high chance of dying. Yeah, like that's like you have yeah. a certain personality. I'm not criticizing no. people. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like that's kind of your job. Yeah, that's that's what you do as a marine. Yeah, 
Yeah, right. so it doesn't make sense to me that the Air Force, which is the ones that they send in last, <laughs> right. are now going in first. Yes. Like, it doesn't make any kind of sense to yeah, me. Yeah, it, well, it's like, are there going to be any planes on the other side? No, <laughs> then probably not the Air Force. The entire time I was like, I love it when nerds write military. Oh, my God. They have no fucking clue. These people, they, they didn't know military, they didn't know women. No. But they loved to do it. They oh, yeah. They loved to write the... They had we had a good moment of machine gunning with people going ah. screaming as they're firing their assault rifle. It yeah. was great. Yeah. The one funny thing about this show being a sequel to the movie mm-hmm. is they apparently have the rights to the score yeah. of the movie. <laughs> so this episode <laughs> was trying to earn more than it deserved. It was totally unearned. <laughs> it was they were like in sets that are sixties Star Trekian. Yeah. In its cardboard nature. Yes. And they have sweeping, beautiful scores <laughs> yeah. as Daniel and Richard Dean Anderson. Uh, oh, and I love that the scene where Richard Dean Anderson mm-hmm. and Shanks mm-hmm. are bonding over yeah. their shared, failed relationships. Yeah. Essentially. And the loss of their wives. Basically, the loss of their wives. Yeah. And then we find out, and they're drinking, and then we find out the next day, like, Colonel Scully's like, so what'd you figure out? And they're like, we did nothing last night. <laughs> we just bonded and drank. <laughs> but then they come off being like, oh, well, this is what we got. This is what we got. And it's like, really? You guys did nothing. 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 They Absolutely nothing. But they are white men. Let's let's bow to their reverence. He does say at one point that the reason why... He, okay, well, we learned about Richard Dean Anderson, which we probably learned about in the movie, but we forgot in the movie as we've established, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that his son died prior to the events of the movie. Yeah. And while he was away in the movie, his wife left him. <laughs> like, during those events, yes. she left him. Yes. So he came back for his happy ending, and his wife was gone. <laughs> Not providing the poon Anyway, he says that while she could forgive me, she could never forget. Yeah. And then he says, I'm the opposite. I can never forgive myself, but I can forget. And you can I, forget your child dying? You can forget. I'm I, Clearly, the writers have never had a child. It was like, someone was like, we can make a turn of phrase out of this. But, like, yeah. didn't really consider, like, what that means. Like, so you're you're just, like, flagellating yourself for something you don't remember? You don't remember? <laughs> I knew I was supposed to be beating myself with a strap for some reason. <laughs> but I can't remember. But I should keep doing it. <laughs> All the women are kidnapped. We find out that Raw is stripping them naked, yes. lovingly showing it Eyeing them glory. up and down. It's disgusting. It's really gross. It's, it's disgusting. It's not great. No. He does something with their brain. Yeah, to paralyze make, them. makes blood come out of their mouth. Well, I think he's disintegrating their brain if they fail his... And as we know, your mouth is connected directly to your it's brain. It's directly connected if, to if your you brain. If you stuck your fingers far enough into your mouth, you could like kind of stroke your brain stem. <laughs> I was that. like, it would make more sense if the blood came out of her nose. nose. Because or your ears, You know, like, because you can kill somebody just by putting the palm of your yeah. hand up to their nose really fast and really hard. You can kill them instantly. Right, right. right. Yeah. So because that, that septum is uh, connected to the yeah. brain. Yeah. Yeah. So it would make sense that if you're going to disintegrate a brain, it comes out the nose. Like, did she bite her tongue? But it comes out the side of her mouth and just like a, a really pretty line of blood. A pretty line of death. Like a vampire. Yeah, like a, yeah, like a vampire. 
I was hoping for like some chunky goodness just like exploding out of her nose. Yeah. With some bubbles. Let's do something. Some or don't bubbles, show it. Maybe. Or don't show or, or you know, sometimes it's better just not to show anything in And then if it comes out of her nose like that, then like maybe a few seconds later have it come out of her mouth because then it's like flooding her. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or yeah. what if like he does the glowing hand thing uh-huh. and we just get a shot a very you know, uh, a good shot from below of him being like looking evil. And then you Well, no, it. he's too busy staring at her tits. Well, yeah, he's a flattering shot of him looking <laughs> at her tits. And then you just hear a squelching noise. Like, and you're like, oh, I don't know what oh, We happens. like the squelch. We like it. it we is, like the squelch. It, it's good. Well established. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically, they fail. Uh, and that yeah. sets up the rest of the series. Yeah. Uh, his wife is brainwashed mm-hmm. by a slug in her belly button, yes. which looked like it was going to go up her butt at one point. Yeah, but instead it goes in through her, her spine, which is brain. weird because there's, comes out of her belly they're button. supposed to be marsupial, so they live in a pouch in the belly, but yet they go in through her spine? Yeah, they went through the tr- trouble of establishing marsupial yeah. anatomy. And then yeah. they're like, or just go through the spine. Or just go at the base of the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically they let this like like slug, this leech, yeah. judge, figure out their next queen. It's gross. It's, it's not yeah. pleasant. No. Do you want to know what other people had to say about this show? Unless you have something you're just dying to get off your chest. <laughs> not really, other than we didn't finish it. I, I feel like. I read like... the plot synopsis. I know what happens. They fail. <laughs> they fail. And Excellent. Kowalski becomes possessed. And Telk. They put way too much good stuff in the last 20 minutes that I didn't watch. Yeah, yeah. There's like, (laughs) (laughs) I read it out to you. I was like, and then this happens, this happens. You're like, wow, they got a lot in that last 20 minutes. (laughs) We watched over an hour. Yeah. It's an hour and a half long. It's super boring. So we we did better with this than we did with Babylon 5. Yeah. Like, and you said at one point, you're like, you could have spread some of that more interesting stuff throughout. Because, like, it's not like, a Star Trek, mm-hmm. a Star Trek, a Star Trek, <laughs> where there's like a philosophical interest going. Right. On. You know, it's not like there's having a big debate. This is supposed to be more actiony. It's more actiony because it's mean, like, sudden instant war. Yes, it's not you know? like the philosophy. If there is one, I don't know what it would be. I don't either. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Watch your women. <laughs> Keep your women chained <laughs> far away from any doors. Yeah, I need stargates. <laughs> they're coming. Um, so I don't know what the phil- phil- philosophy with there. So it's right. not like, it's not interesting on an intellectual level. Yeah. So it's only going for action, and there wasn't that much No. Action. No, I didn't get all that action. You know, and even the idea of, like, the titillating response of seeing full frontal nudity, it's still done in a very rapey manner. So it's not like it's, ex- like, good. Nope. You know, like, if you're looking at that, like, oh, yeah, then you're fucking the you're bad guy. You're sick. You're sick. I will hunt you down and rip off your balls. I mean, they did spend a good five minutes with that little phallic oh my God. zombie nightmare monster. Yeah. Like, Trying to rape her. Yeah. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was gross. It was gross. So let's see what other people say. Oh, I will say, though, I watched a Stargate show. I don't remember what the title of it was. There's a bunch of them. There's, but I, it was actually pretty good. I remember really liking it other than the romances, which I thought were terrible. Okay. But the show itself was really good. There's a show called, I think it's Star... I mean, we should watch them probably for this podcast. 
And compare and contrast. Yeah, we'll yeah. do them all. <laughs> uh, Star Trek Continuum. You, um, Stargate Continuum, you mean? What did I say? You said Star Trek Continuum. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> um, there's gates and wars and treks. That's all I know about the stars. And <laughs> <laughs> a, a road to the stars. Or, or, it's Continuum, Atlantis, SG-1. Mm. And then there's like a bunch of like movies, too. Okay. There's one that's like Stargate Origins. This Catholic. one had kind of like a chubby nerd. Okay. I, I can remember that about it. And I thought... Also, the writers wrote themselves into Yeah, it. and the writers actually wrote themselves into it this time. But yeah. they didn't get the girl. Oh. Uh, the loser jock did. Which didn't make sense because the relationships weren't working that way. Well, that's what's so funny. Like you said, like about like nerds writing like macho men. Yeah. And it, it has a weird idolization of that. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm a nerd, but like these guys are tough. Yeah. They're the so they and always get the chicks. Yeah. It's like they're cucking themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty pathetic, really. It is. It. it is really pathetic. Um, people seem to either love or hate the humor in the show. Hmm. So, like, you get wait. Fun- there's humor. Oh, it was hilarious. What? I was laughing the whole time. You just didn't hear it. I did not. I, I didn't. Universe. I didn't get any jokes. I was laughing at it, not with it. Yes, you were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people. Apparently, it's funny. What? It's a funny show. It's a comedy. What? Basically, it's comedy. Rape is hilarious. Ugh, so funny. So funny. There is a one-star review that criticized the way Amanda Tapping sat in a chair. What? Can you imagine being what? so put off by the way a person sits in a chair that you have to, like, run? Oh, man. I need to get a Wait. IMDb. What? So they're so fucking sexist. Yes. So That yeah. they were like, the way she sits in a chair is non-militaristic. It's non is neither ladylike oh my nor god militaristic oh my fucking god when women sit in chairs oh. in the military their breasts should be 3 quarters out <laughs> i don't doubt it i don't fucking doubt it uh, jay jensen says it's endless failure the unbelievable endless failure against the system Holt lords wtf what i don't know <laughs> what are you reading this is nonsense <laughs> On another note, exposing advanced tech is great for those in the know. They hide anti-grav and zero-point ZPM energy with inertial dampers. Hello! Wake up! (laughs) (laughs) I like how uh, Mike Myers came in at the end there. I... Don't know what that is. I don't know what what that was. I don't know what this is. (laughs) And Amanda Tapping doesn't know how to sit in a chair. (laughs) F*** you. Miss a thing says... 10 out of 10, but needs some improvement. It's perfect. But it needs some work. Perfect. Do you not know... Do you not know what a 10 out of 10 is? Do you not know how ratings work? <laughs> you give it a 9. You could say it has room for improvement. Room for improvement. Show is great. Okay. I saw it three times already. Thrice. Thrice. And nothing can beat it, not even 20 years later. What? I just wish some details were more realistic. Oh, you mean the marsupial kangaroo animals, aliens? They didn't do it for you. Instead of ring space doorway, I think gate should be a teleporter in which bodies transform. Uh, wait, 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 wait. That's <laughs> a different show. Space. That's a different show. And there should be like a bridge <laughs> with a multicultural cast that. Oh, wow. Well. Okay. Uh, that get sent to another gate and reintegrate. 
from particles of quantum field at arbitrary safe distance, which could be chosen by sender on the basis of received beforehand interact. These words do not go together. Interactive map of density of oh. matter surrounding destination gate. This uncertainty in where travelers will show up wouldn't portrait gulads as idiots incapable. Stop reading. <laughs> Stalling just, Iris just was... stop reading. These reviews suck. Snake in the head and in the belly is also overkill. Oh, there's two snakes. It's like an Ouroboros. They're eating <laughs> each other's tails. Oh, I guess that would be more kadoosh. Anyway, <laughs> some sort cartouche. of some sort of artificial machines drilling into the skull, replacing brain with itself, and connecting via neural link to the host body would be more appropriate. The next is Asgard. Seriously, you don't have to finish reading thing. this review. It's almost done. It's a good thing they're naked, but as advanced race, they should be beautiful and all females then. Hmm. Uh, what fil- is happening here? <laughs> Filtering political and religion aspects. I do enjoy watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so without the politics and the religious aspects of this. And the snakes. And the snakes. This is a great should show. Should be all naked women. Should be all naked women. <laughs> I've seen it three times. It's perfect, but I have notes. <laughs> I did well. One snake, Neuralink dates work differently. <laughs> Naked women. No politics or religion. No politics or religion. All right, and it's perfect. <laughs> Recast <laughs> Richard Dean Anderson and Shanks and Amanda Tapping because okay. of the way she sits. Yeah, she's, like she's taking a shit. Like she sits like a woman. <laughs> that whole board meeting, I wanted to puke. The way she was sitting. I was like vomit on the back of my tongue. It was just like sitting there the whole time. Like (laughs) just like Amanda Tapping. When when that slug came out of the belly button, it wasn't as gross as the way she was sitting at the table. These are both recent reviews, by the way. Oh god. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed my haiku for my predictions. Would you green light this show? I think it has some really good bones. I did. But again, a lot of these sci-fi shows have really good bones. Yeah. But again, they fail to deliver. This is what I think about this show. I did not... uh, Excuse me. I'm getting emotional. Yeah. I don't recall liking the movie. No. I think this... It's, also, it's an hour and a half long, this mm-hmm. episode, that we did not get through. <laughs> but I read the I read the synopsis. At an hour of seven, I was like, we can be done. We can be done now. We can be we done. Get we get it. We, get we it. can be done. This is a direct sequel to that movie mm-hmm. that I did not like. And I think they were trying to resolve some issues from the boring movie that I did right. not like right. in this and then set a new status quo for the yeah. show. I think it has the potential to be good. Mm. Like, I think this particular episode was not good. Okay. But I think it it could get better, depending on what they do. I doubt it. I mean, like, if it's if it's just them trying to find Shara and Skara and... Some other guy's Jara, name with starts with an S. Yeah, with an A at the end. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> then the, that could be pretty boring, I yeah. think. Because, I mean, I think that's what it's going to be. Oh, yeah. They're going to be, like, randomly going through these gates. Except this dude who's married is probably going to be banging other women on the journey because, you know, you got to. We, we, we insulting not to. <laughs> We've discussed this. <laughs> it's insulting to stay loyal to someone. I mean, absolutely insulting. Not, you got you to go around banging as many people as you can. We, you, I, 
<laughs> if you think about it, it's a blessing for her. He's getting experience. <laughs> and, you know. Maybe he'll finally figure out his way around the clitoris. Clitoris. Like, he, like, I doubt some it. Some alien species is going to be like, hey. Hey, this is, this is really how it's done. <laughs> oh, God. What have you been doing? <laughs> what poor, you... poor wife. <laughs> Oh, I haven't been doing that at all. We know. We know. Oh, we know. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> Whoa. Shanks. Shanks, but no shanks. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think I would greenlight it. Here's another one, I think. What was the last show I said this about? It might have been the show we just watched, Babylon 5. Yeah, I think it was Babylon okay. 5. I think this show could be rebooted mm-hmm. better. Yes, I think it most definitely could be. And I was thinking that as I was watching it. I was like, if this was uh, remade with modern sensibilities, I think this would be really good. Yeah, I think you could do a cool thing with yeah. it. But I think, what was people in the 90s? They didn't know how to write a thing, right? They just didn't know? They didn't know how to type write a Well, show? they wanted or, to get sexist again. They wanted to, oh, right, we've discussed Yeah, that. we've discussed yeah. this, how we've the 90s a, actually regressed women's stance. You know, we've learned a lot watching these And that's these why shows. that's why women's rights have been taken away now. It's yeah. because of everything that happened in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know, I think the pendulum swung the other way in the 2000s, right? Where people, well, where things were better, but now they're really no. good, though. No. Yeah, well, things suck now. Yes. And they suck then. And it's because of the 90s. And Stargate SG-1. Specifically all of the shows in the 90s. They became very, very sexist in a horrible kind of way. And I think the unfortunate thing is a lot of people came of age in that time. You know, and they think that's the way to be. Mm -hmm. So, well, it sucks. But you know what does not suck? Mm-hmm. We've watched other things. Besides- Travel Man with Richard Ayoade is awesome. It's a dream. It is a dream. I love that show so hard. It has gotten me through the bad times. The bad times. Yesterday, mm-hmm. of course, was a bad time. Mm-hmm. And we put on Richard Ayoade's Travel mm-hmm. Man. And it is great. If you don't know who he is, you might know him from like the IT crowd. Which is excellent. Maurice Moss and that show. Mm-hmm. And he's done other things. He pops up in like Yeah, stuff. he's done a lot of stuff. Basically, it's him taking mini vacations, 48-hour mini vacations around the world, generally with an actor or a comedian yeah. of some sort. And it's quite funny. That, it's season, really good. We've already watched like six seasons. That's because like, there's only like three episodes per season. Yeah, it's, a, it's very British. In yeah, the sense and they're it. only like 20 minutes long. Highly recommend Travel Man. Yes. Especially if you need a reprieve from... Shitty people. The world. Yeah. It's a pretty... People, because you know what, there are a lot of good people out there, and yeah. we have to focus on that. And sometimes you have to be reminded of that. Yeah, you, you know? really do. So I think I helped. We have continued also to watch Voyager. We are in season five of that. I'm gonna say it sucks ass. Yeah, I think the first three seasons mm-hmm. were pretty good. Yeah, they were pretty good. Once Kess leaves and Seven or Nine mm-hmm. comes in, this is no criticism. Seven or Nine. No. I don't have a problem with her. I think no. she's fine. Yeah. But I think the writing of the show overall just went crazy. Yeah. And it's gotten worse. We've skipped a lot more episodes. Yeah. I mean, it's not to say that they don't have the occasional good in, but mm-hmm. it used to be like, uh, like a pretty good show with an right. occasional bad episode. Mm-hmm. Now it's like an okay show with frequent bad episodes. Yeah. I'm I'm no longer a fan. No. 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 You should reboot it. I mean, it's disappointing to watch like a character arc. Go badly. Who? Which one? Paris specifically. Oh yeah, he went. He regressed a lot because like he started out as like a douche. Yeah, he started as a douche, and then he got 
better. Better to the point that you were like, really? Okay. Yeah. And then he spiraled down again. Spiraled. Yeah. And then Chicote just plummeted. Oh. I mean, he's a zero now. He's zero. Absolute zero. Harry Kim doesn't seem to get enough. He to doesn't do. do it anymore. He doesn't do anything. I don't even know what he does. What is his point? Belana had. Belana was one of my least favorite characters. She's probably one of my favorite characters now, but that's not saying a whole lot. That's not saying a lot. What we found out recently is that the Maquis, which she was a part of that faction, yeah. they've all been wiped out since yeah. she was gone. And then it took like five episodes in a new season for her to actually confront this. Yeah. And it felt really like, really, we're dealing with this now? Like, yeah. It feels like you should have dealt with this last season. Janeway lost all of her power when she cut her hair, much like Samson. Yeah, just like Samson. Just like Samson. Yeah. Yeah. She just got like... that shitty mom bob, and it, it was she was downhill from there. They gave her a mom haircut. They gave her a mom bob. Ugh. Ugh. Just Dread. barf. Just barf. Barf. And then uh, once Kess left, also, they kind of didn't have anything for Neelix to do. Yeah, so Neelix kind of just does jack shit all now. And now... I miss Neelix's morning program. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, all, I love that. All the stuff we liked about yeah. seasons one through three, when the ratings weren't very good on the show. <laughs> we have not the taste of other people, I've no, learned. No, but, <laughs> no. People listen to this. We are far more enlightened. But but uh, the uh, once he, she left, he just kind of has nothing to do anymore. Yeah. And then we've had two episodes, two mm-hmm. episodes about Wildman's daughter. Who's clearly 12 at this point. Who's supposed to have been born at the end of season one, but is like 12 years old, even though three <laughs> years have passed. And she is, those episodes are terrible. Oh my God, I cannot we stomach sk- As soon as she shows up, we're like, then skip. Got, she's got a little yeah. horns on her forehead. We're like, skip it. Or Skip. This is inessential. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's what we've been watching. Uh, mm-hmm. Travel Man, definitely recommend that. Oh, highly. And I mean, I'm going to press through with Voyager. I'm just saying it's no longer good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Disappointed. Uh, oh, piloting the pilots, this thing that we do now. Oh, but we will watch Enterprise. Oh, yeah. We're going to watch them all. With Bacula. Going to watch them all. Let's see how sexist it gets. Oh, Let's watch the shiz. Yeah, let's watch the shiz. Uh, piloting pilots, a thing we do every day, but not really once a week. I don't know why I said every day. That seems I like a lie. Yeah. Uh, it releases each Tuesday. It can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I would especially love to hear a white man's take on sexism. <laughs> you know what I need more? <laughs> you know what I need more? <laughs> I need a white man's take on it's sexism. Like, particularly, would it be a young white man or an old white man? I mean, you, you know what? Both, you but... know what? A young one because they're idiots now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F-ing idiots. That's right. So you know you can't really blame old people. Mm. I mean, you can, <laughs> yeah. and I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're set in their ways. Oh my god. I hate that. I hate that too. You know what? That's not true. That's you know what? That's not true. They they are re- choosing to remain in ignorance and sexist and exactly. racism. I, that is their choice. I see plenty of people in their seventies and eighties mm-hmm. who are like, "Fuck to this." Yeah, all. fuck this shit. You know. Yeah. So, so you know what? You know all. what? Consider me wrong on that. If you one eighty, I mean, I've done a, I've done a different opinion now. If you're defining <laughs> if your defining trait as an old person is cannot change, yeah. then you should not be in power. You have failed. You should not you be in power. You have failed. I am set in my ways, <laughs> and I'm never going to listen to any other opinions. Failure. Then, then 
go to a nursing home. <laughs> you don't belong with other people. This is not a podcast about hating olds. Well. It's a specific <laughs> one. No, the ones that hide behind their age as an yeah. excuse not to be enlightened. Yeah, that's true. That's that's true, yeah. And I'm sick and tired of these young white dudes being all assholey about it, too. But speaking of old white men... You should know better. Yeah. Speaking of old white men who are white saviors <laughs> named Bacula. Oh, God. Next week. Oh, are we doing Enterprise next week? Oh, I was going to do Quantum Leap, but if you want Oh, to... he's in Quantum Leap and Enterprise? He's in both. What? Should we have a back, back to Bacula? Yes, back to Bacula. <gasps> oh my God, I came up with that right now and it's great. That was nice. All right, all right. We'll have a back to Bacula. <laughs> we'll do all the Bacula episodes of every TV show he's ever been in. I think it's two. Uh... <laughs> all right, we'll do two. We'll do two we'll shows. We'll do two, yeah. Because then it'll be back to back to Bacula. Back to Bacula back? No, back to back to Bacula. I like that. Back to Bacula, back to Bacula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. We're going to have a Bacula twofer. <laughs> well, in two different back ways. Back to back. <laughs> back to back. Back to back, Bacula. So, Quantum Leap, next week it is on the Roku channel, which is apparently something I have. I didn't know That's I had That's a thing? It. I went to Just Watch, and I looked it up, and it says it's on the Roku channel, and I pressed Roku channel, and it started playing. So, I'm like, Crazy. I guess I have this thing. <laughs> So, so I guess we're watching it, probably with commercials. So anyway, we're going to do that. We'll see you next week. You know, just make the world a better place the best you can. Tend your own garden, just like Voltaire said in Candide. Yeah, we see how that turned out. Maybe you should also (laughs) be tending other people's fucking gardens. Well, well, I don't want anyone in my garden. That's the whole point. Yeah, well, they're up in your shiz. (laughs) Make the world as good a place as you can for everyone. We love you. And Do watch Quantum Leap next week with us. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.